Hey guys, and welcome to episode two of the Blonde Patriot Podcast. I am super excited to come at you guys tonight with all things Prepper Essentials. I promised you on the last podcast that I would really just focus on the key items that you can go out right now and purchase, or maybe you're an Amazon fan and you want to snag them on Amazon and have them shipped right to your door within a couple days. I fully support that. (laughs) What I did to make things super simple for you is I actually made an Amazon list that I'm going to share with you, and it's also in the bio of my Instagram page, The Blonde Patriot. So with that said, here's the podcast. I'm going to go into all of the items that I personally highly recommend. And then you can also reference it on my blog on the Blonde Patriot Instagram page in the bio. Gosh, that was hard to get out, but you get what I'm saying. Everything from podcast to the Amazon list to the blog explaining it can all be found on the Instagram page in the bio. Whew. That was hard. (laughs) All right, guys, let's deep dive into this. For sake of keeping things short, sweet, I really didn't want to overwhelm you guys and like deep dive into all these things. Um, I really can nerd out on this. I can list a hundred other things of what you may need, why I think it's important that you have it. But again, for purposes of keeping it simple and not overwhelming you, I'm just going to hit you with the key most important items that I think you should have. And you can literally go out tomorrow and get them or tonight on your Amazon list. Super simple. So first thing I want to talk about is water. Water is life. You guys, water is so easy to get. Um, personally, what I do is, um, I go to Walmart cause that's our, you know, biggest store, so to say around here. Um, and they have a 40 pack case for 325, I think something like that. 326 for 40 bottles of water. I love having bottled water on hand. Um, we have like a separate building on our property where I just stack it up there. And so anytime I go in there for shopping, I just buy two cases. I store it in a cool dry place out of direct sunlight. So like I said, we have a separate little building on our property. Um, I just put it in the corner in there and we filter it through the house as needed. Something else that I stock up on is the one gallon jugs of water. You can actually buy those um, at the dollar store. They're the crystal geyser jugs, $1 at the dollar store. And usually I'll pop in there and buy about five at a time. These are awesome. You never know when you're going to need water, but you're always going to need water no matter what the situation is. And if you just accumulate a couple every time you go shopping, like just pick up one or two. It's super inexpensive. And then just keep storing them. Throw them in the back of your closet. Um, If you have a pantry, like throw them on the bottom or top shelf of your pantry just so they're out of the way. But you have them if you need them. And that is what the whole purpose of prepping is, right? Food is going to be my next thing. And now this is a hard topic for me to be like shy about and not totally word vomiting on you, but food is very important. And I think I'm going to go into like a whole deep dive on um, food because we can talk about canning and dehydrating and freezing and all of the things. But for purposes, like I keep saying, we're going to keep it simple. So in a scenario where you have, you know, a shit hit the fan or there's a wildfire and you're stuck in your house and you can't go out because evacuation's all over, but you're sheltering in place or earthquakes, tornadoes, uh, COVID lockdown, whatever it may be, 
you know, because we've already done this with the COVID lockdowns, that food is going to be sparse and hard to come by. And if you can find it, you're going to be arm wrestling in the grocery store in those aisles for the necessity items, milk, cheese, butter, all of that stuff. So what you can do now is just really slowly start stocking up on that stuff. You really want to focus on stocking up on items that you can freeze. You can freeze cheese. You can freeze butter. I do it all the time. I have a spare freezer out there full of those items. You can freeze milk. I've never done it. It kind of freaks me out. I just stock stock up on powdered milk. My husband's like very anti the idea of freezing milk, but that's for another topic. (laughs) So you just really want to think about, and if you have kids, like you need to think about things that your kids eat and what you can supply um, that will have longer shelf life. So in my blog, I kind of referenced um, some key items. Like if you um, have a local grocery store next to you or a Walmart, and I know I keep referencing Walmart, but remember that's like the biggest department store, so to say, around our area. I can buy the Walmart brand of spaghetti noodles or any type of pasta noodles for literally a dollar a box. I stock up on those all the time. You can even get like the wheat ones or the gluten-free ones. They're all like a dollar, dollar oh five, super inexpensive. I stock up on those all the time. I also stock up on their spaghetti sauce and that is such a good staple item. It's super quick to make and in a really worst case scenario, you just want to eat and having something warm that's going to be filled with carbs and filling is going to feel really good for you, especially depending on the situation. And if you have to be active, you know, like if you are in an earthquake and you're working on your property and trying to clean things up or whatever it may be, you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Um, canned good foods usually last a couple years. Always check the dates on the bottom of them. Stock up on cans of green beans, corn, soup, you guys, um, top ramen. It's so cheap. And that's all stuff that you're not saying you're going to eat this right now, but you're throwing it in the bottom of your closet, you know, or pantry, you know, that it's going to last a couple years. And if you know, you get in with a year or six months of expiring, then just cook it up as a meal and continue to, uh, filter through those supplies that you have. Um, something else that I highly recommend is protein powder. You can get it super inexpensive, but depending on whatever the situation may be, having some sort of um, protein powder that you can mix with water to just give you more protein when you may need it, um, depending on what it is or the situation that it is, I think is super important. Um, Let's see, I talked about the um, soups and noodles, all of that stuff. So I kind of list that in the blog. And like I said, I'm going to definitely do a deep dive. I can almost everything I get my hands on. I go to the local you pick farm and I pick a bunch of vegetables. It's like literally 20 cents a pound. Um, I dehydrate a ton of stuff and I vacuum seal a bunch. I'll go to Costco and get their big things of ground beef and I'll separate it into one pound increments and vacuum seal it sharpie the date on it and what the meat is and toss it in the freezer. We just pulled out a tri-tip that I had frozen for six months and it was delicious. Didn't taste weird, didn't have any freezer burn, nothing like that because I dehydrated it and just kind of left it alone in the back of the freezer. Um, So that's really your key items, right? Food and water. The other item that I want to talk about is um, a battery operated or a crank radio. Depending on what the situation is, I know I keep saying that, but you got to be creative with me here. (laughs) 
you will want a radio that does not plug in. A crank radio or a battery-operated radio. If you go with a battery-operated, make sure you have a lot of spare batteries. You don't know how long you may be using this device. So let's back up here a little bit. Um, Any natural disaster um, or who knows, the world is crazy, political standpoint, economic standpoint, all of those things, you may have no power or a full grid shutdown. And you want to have your hands um, on things that you don't need to rely on home power for. So what you would use this radio for is listening to local weather. Um, If there's a local radio station going through, if it is a um, cyber attack, you will have some sort of news, hopefully, coming through this local um, news channels that you can pick up with your little battery operated or weather radio. These are really expensive. I have one that I love to use listed in my Amazon um, list that I'm going to share with you guys. Um, There's a bunch of different ones out there. I really don't think it matters whatever um, price point that you can afford one. As long as it works and it doesn't plug into um, like a power outlet, then you're good to go. Uh, Candles and lanterns. Those are really important on the topic of power outages. It's something that you can use to light up your home with. Um, if you have no power candles, I'm a big advocate for candles, but I also have to do the disclaimer of like, you got to be really careful, right? For fires and all of that. Um, I personally collect a bunch of the beeswax candles. They're very, very inexpensive on Amazon. They have no scent. Um, I do the pillar candles cause they last, but there's a lot of other things that you can do that will burn like rack. Um, I'm sorry colored color crayons (laughs) like a box of those you can literally light the tip of a color crayon and it will it will light and stay lit for I think it's like 12 hours or something like that I'll have to check that source but um there's a ton of different things that you can use for lighting so for me we have like an old vintage dresser in the front of our house and I um, just kind of have things tucked away in there and one drawer is all candles and another drawer is kind of like batteries and stuff. And to the normal person that isn't thinking this, they just think it's spare stuff. Um, but for me, I know that that dresser is packed full of all my emergency necessities. Um, some people may store them in totes in their closet, um, in their attic where it's just a quick, easy grab. Wherever it is and wherever makes the most sense for you and your household is what you're going to want to do. Solar chargers are so awesome. I even use them when I'm on vacation or whatever. You can charge your phone with them. If you have a plug-in flashlight with like a USB plug-in flashlights that they make all the time now, you can um, charge that with it. They're literally like $10. You can pick all the fancy colors you want on it. Um, definitely snag a few of those. I have, I think like five, I just keep them in a little box and I know if I need them, I've got them. And remember guys, like I've been doing this for a really, really long time. And all of this has come with a lot of trial and error and a lot of saving money over the years to stock up on things. So don't feel like you have to go out and get the most expensive radio or the most expensive whatever to, um, be on top of your game. Like not at all. I highly recommend you going to, you know, the dollar store to get candles because they're cheap. Like let's be real. It's, you don't have to have all this fancy stuff. So anyways, I'm done with that part. So let's continue on. Um, personal hygiene items. 
if it totally sucks, no matter what is happening, you want to take a nice, refreshing, cold shower or a warm shower, depending on what the weather is or what's happening. Like just the thought of washing your hair after a, you know, you've just gone through whatever, a major earthquake, you want to have a tiny little bath because you have a source of water or something, having soap and shampoo and all of that stuff. So um, I I keep a year supply of shampoo, conditioner, soap, bar soap, all of that stuff on hand, including razors. Um, I got, gosh, feminine products that may be needed, everything. Um, I just keep all that in a tote. Um, it's sealed up and it's just listed with, you know, personal hygiene items. And I just rotate through them. Um, I, you know, I grab out of there when we're out currently in our shower. And then when I go to the store next, I just buy another and replace it. So I'm constantly filtering through that stuff. Um, we have two more items on my list. Pet food is one. If you have pets for us, we have a couple cats, a couple dogs, a lot of chickens. The chickens mostly eat a lot of our food scraps, but I do, um, feed them layer pellets and some scraps, um, like corn and stuff. But I keep three months supply of food on hand all the time. If grocery stores are congested or the power's out and they can't do um, transactions because their cash registers don't work, they don't open for cash or they don't have the Wi-Fi connection for taking a debit card, right? Because all that stuff works on Wi-Fi. Um, you don't want to be racing down so you can get your dog some dog food. Like just have it on hand. When you go to the store, splurge a little, buy two bags instead of one, the next time buy two bags instead of one, and then you'll slowly um, accumulate the amount of stuff that you need. I think that you should alter this to fit your lifestyle and where you live. Um, If you're in a city area where it's more congested and harder to get in and out of, I might suggest you doing a little bit longer month supply. City just means that you have more people fighting over the little items that will be less or left, I should say. Um, where we are, we're more in a rural area. Um, so we have, you know, less resources, but I would say um, less people fighting over those resources. And the last thing that I want to kind of mention on here is obviously your your self-defense items, your ammo, your knives, whatever it is that you choose to have in your household, you want to make sure you know where that stuff is. It's kept up, it's cleaned, um, you know, it's, it's ready to use if needed. Like I said, I keep saying this world is crazy. Um, and we all have to have our, our mindset in a prepping preparedness, you know, um, I don't, I don't know. Like you just, you gotta be in that mindset. And I just kind of want to point out, like, don't ever, don't let ever anybody make you feel scared to say that you're, you're preparing or that you're prepping and don't let anyone bully you into thinking that you're that crazy conspiracy theorist because you're prepping or you're buying four things of shampoo rather than one. Um, this world is so dependent on, grocery stores and our banks and everything will always be just perfectly fine because we can run on down to the store and get what we need. The whole concept of prepping and having a prepper mindset is that you are proactive rather than reactive. That doesn't mean you're crazy. That doesn't mean you're a conspiracy theorist, anything like that. 
It just means that you care enough to protect you and your family and that you don't want to deal with all the BS that might come when something else comes. So I I think we all had like a really good rundown when the COVID shutdowns happened and you walked into the grocery store and saw that there was zero produce. I remember walking into Safeway and seeing no produce, no lettuce, no bananas, apples, nothing, and no meat. The only meat on the shelf was like weird fake meat that nobody, literally nobody was buying. (laughs) It was so crazy and so scary, but I just had this sense of like, you know, shitty smirk on my face, so to say, because I knew that I had all this food in my freezer. I knew that for months I was stockpiling things. And I'm not saying stockpiling things where your house is a pigsty and cluttered mess. Like there's a way to go about it where you're in in an organized fashion, but you know where things are if you need it. So I just, I hope that this helps enlighten you. Like I said, so what I did was I made an Amazon list. It's in the bio of my Instagram page, the blonde Patriot. And you can go through that. Um, you can shop directly from that. And what's neat, as we all know, because we've all shopped on Amazon, once you kind of start um, clicking on things to purchase, it will refer you to other things that you may need. Everybody's household is going to be different. Everybody's needs are going to be different be- depending on what their family size is. So I think that um, just really taking the time to think about what you may need, what your kids need, what they like, all of that. Um, is super, super important. Uh, Something else fun, I didn't actually write about in the blog, it just came to me, but if things are really crappy and you're stuck in your house and you can't go anywhere, think about things that you can do um, as a family or that you can do on your own or your kids can do on their own um, to help entertain them or to be creative. Um, I I'm not a very good painter, but I think it's fun. Um, So I actually kind of just over the years have stocked up on like watercolors and little sketchbooks and stuff. Um, I have some rolls of yarn for crocheting, just little things like when it's crappy outside or you can't go anywhere or whatever it is, I kind of have some hobbies that I can take care of Um, or I should say that can entertain me. If, if there is no power, there is no Wi-Fi, there's no phones, all of that's down. Rather than sitting there staring at each other, wishing that you had thought about it before, just think about that stuff now. Um, you know, if there's outdoor projects that you think you can do if you're on shutdown or lockdown, get the supplies you need now. It doesn't mean you have to do the project now. It just means that you have the supplies you need and you won't have to run down to the hardware store or whatever it is to get those supplies. And who knows, that store may be even closed. <laughs> so I'm going to keep this, this podcast episode short. I hopefully, I answered some questions. I gave some, you know, direction. Everything that I talked about in this podcast is actually listed on my blog, which again is in the Instagram bio, the Blonde Patriot on Instagram. Click on the bio and it will take you to the blog. And I have listed all of these things out. You can go on there. You can screenshot the list and just start chipping away on it. And then in there will also be the link to Amazon so you can reference my stuff. So with that said, thank you so much for listening to my second episode of the Blonde Patriot podcast. I am so excited to be here with you guys. Um, I'm working on a lot of really fun content. I have a lot of really close 
friends of mine who I just love so much who are all on the same mindset. Um, I have them lined up to kind of do interviews and podcast talks with. I really want to share their stories with you, um, share their whys with you, why they're homesteading, why they think canning is important, all of the things. Um, So I'm working on getting those lined up, scheduled for all of you guys Right now, this is super new. I think I only had two people listen to my episode one, but they will come. You keep sharing with your friends. Share the Instagram page because you guys, something eventually will happen and you will want to be on top of your game. And you'll remember listening to that weird little podcast that started out of the blue that helped you start your preparedness journey. So I hope you have an amazing day. I hope that you can uh, jump on your Amazon list and just start shopping and have fun with this. So have a great day, guys.